Warning, you are about to listen to What Would You Do If You Were In Freaky Friday? This episode will not contain any references to Chris Brown. Technology's great, isn't it? What do you mean, Colin? So, I got an Apple Watch a few weeks back, and I never thought I'd be so amazed by a watch, but I am. Why is the watch amazing? So, I've had a Fitbit for years. I say years. Uh, for a couple of years, and then I had one a few years back. So, I had a, a Fitbit, then I took a break, and then I got another one, and then I got an Apple Watch because I was jealous of your Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. You can make phone calls from it. Like, if I go onto it and then click on this, that's on my watch. Who are you ringing? I'm ringing someone on my watch. Can you hear it? Mm-hmm. When I was about 17... One of the girls in my class had a watch that she ordered from China that could make phone calls, and it was just, it, it was an actual phone. Oh. Okay, I was ringing Dan, my friend, uh, but he didn't answer, but that's okay. But look, look, you heard it, you heard it ringing there. Mm-hmm. And you've been giving out to me the last couple of weeks because I've been so amazed by it, but just let me enjoy it, okay? I am letting you enjoy it. Well, stop rolling your eyes every time I mention the watch. It's making me stand up every hour, I can count my calories, my activity in the day, I can close... I'm even I'm even cool now, I'm in the cool club at work. Are you doing anything with this information though about your calories and your standing up or are you just going, oh, right, I'm making sure cool. I stand up so sometimes I'll sit at my desk for an hour and just work and not notice. Laura, who works in the office, came in one day earlier in the week and it was like, it's time to stand up so that I stood up and talked to her instead of just sitting down and talking to her. Wow. I've been actively standing because of this watch. Wow, I'm amazed. It's going to make me a better person. No, it's not. This is What Would You Do If, the podcast to answer all of your What Would You Do If questions. So we were stuck for an idea for the podcast this week. And Callum came up with this one, I think. Even though he has never seen the film Freaky Friday, he was like, what would you do if you were in Freaky Friday? So Freaky Friday is one of those films that I've probably seen all the way through, but in different clips. I've never sat down and watched it all the way through. So if you're a newbie to the film, what is Freaky Friday? So Freaky Friday started off as a book in like the 70s and then Disney made it into a film in the 70s. Then they made it into a TV series in the 90s. Then there was the film again in 2003 and that's the one that probably most people know, I would imagine. That's the one with Lindsay Lohan? Yeah. Okay. And then they remade it last year, but it was like probably rubbish. So in 2003, they made the film with Jamie Lee Curtis as the mother. She's one of those people who you know the name of, but you can't really place her in anything. Yeah, I looked her up and she was in a few Halloween films. It was like a really popular series, like it was called Halloween. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, And then she was Dean Cathy Munch in Scream Queens mm. and Nora in Christmas and the Cranks who's the mother in that I've never watched either of those really? yeah okay Christmas and the Cranks is like up there for my mother's Christmas films but you would not recognise her I was like she's not in that film <laughs> she wears a really good wig so Jamie Lee Curtis is the mother Lindsay Lohan do we need an explanation no for we all Lindsay know who Lohan. Lindsay Lohan is um, she is the daughter in it and yeah. basically they're not getting along Lindsay Lohan is about 16, they're fighting, and then they switch bodies. It's your classic sort of teenage parent relationship in the movies when you're that age. Parent doesn't get on with teenager, teenager doesn't get on with parent, they're grounded, they disobey the parent, everything like that. Basically, they both went for Chinese, and then the person in the Chinese restaurant was like, I think these people should switch bodies. So they gave them a fortune cookie. 
Yeah. And then that made them switch bodies the next morning. And it's like, how how would that work? So the premise of the film basically is parents switches body with daughter, daughter switches body with parents, hilarity ensues, and everything is normal at the end. Yeah, once they learn to show selfless love for one another. Ah, uh, so there's a moral at the end of the story. Yes. So once they love each other and understand each other, then they get to switch back and the daughter doesn't have to freak out anymore because she's suddenly old. (laughs) So Callum, after hearing that, what would you do if you switched bodies with someone in Freaky Friday? So for the purpose of the podcast, I'm going to switch bodies with you. Ooh. Yeah, wacky, I know. <laughs> um, so I feel like the, the generic thing and the, the easiest thing that I could say would be to touch the bits that you don't have, that the boys have, yeah? Mm-hmm. But I th- that's, that's too obvious. So I'm going to say, if I was in Freaky Friday and I transformed into a girl for the day, I'd just visit a load of women's toilets. What? Because to a man, no one knows what's in a woman's toilet. Have you never been in a women's bathroom before? I have when I was in school. That's another story. Now, it was, um, I used to do a lot of stuff in school, like after school. Mm. This is really putting me in a bad light. I'd go into the girls' toilets after school. No, um, I'd help out with evening events. The cleaning. And, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you were a cleaner after Child school. Child labour. Um, no, I'd help out with like open days and events and stuff like that. And you just have to make sure that no one was in the places before it was opened up. So that was probably the only experience of a woman's toilet I've had. But each toilet's a, like, different toilets are different. Yeah. Like the work toilets here would be the different to the women's toilets in, say, Brown Thomas. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, it just blew my mind because it's just toilets. You, there's yes, not... Callum, you just made a very good point there. It's just toilets and not... you want to waste this opportunity going to visit them. There's not many places off limits for people, as in a lot of people can go in every place. Yeah? Mm-hmm. But guys can't go in girls' toilets. And girls can't go in guys' toilets. I've been in loads of men's bathrooms before. I remember specifically at the blog awards a few years ago, I was waiting in a queue to get into the bathrooms. And it was really weird. It was in a circus, the awards were. So they were like little caravan kind of bathrooms. And you had to walk up these little metal stairs. Oh, like portaloos. Yeah. Yeah. But like they were long metal yeah. things. Like it was indoors and it looked all right. Yeah. But the women's queue was obviously much longer as mm-hmm. it always is. So eventually I just went, ah, you know what? I'm just going to go in. One of the lads is like, yeah, there's no one else in there if you want to go. And then I started a trend and loads of women followed me in. And then we got sorted really quickly. So yeah, I've been in men's bathrooms loads But of that doesn't happen with guys because as you said, there's always a queue for women toilets what about gender neutral bathrooms we had some of them in university and they were they were just toilets you could go into them but they're not off limits if everywhere was gender neutral toilets this would be discounted completely but until they all the toilets are gender neutral and there's women's toilets and men's toilets I want to go in women's toilets this is the most boring answer you could have ever given Callum Okay, what would you do if you were in Freaky Friday? If you were in my body for a day, what would you do? So if I'm in your body, I'd probably just kind of go about my day. I'd probably try and ruin your relationships with a few people that I don't like. And kind of, I would do all the things that I would want you to do. But just I know that you wouldn't. But if I was in someone else's body... Hold on. What? Who? What relationships would you ruin? What relationships that I have at the minute don't you like? Just I would go through your friends list and be like, who does Callum really need in his life? You know? So you control my life? Yeah, well, I would be in your body, so oh, that's okay. kind of the point. I suppose so. 
So I would try and ruin your relationships with people that I don't like. But if I was in someone else's body, right, then I think I would just go around committing crimes. (laughs) Wouldn't that be great, though? Like, you know that you can never commit a crime as yourself because then you're going to have to go and do the jail time. But if you're only like 24 hours, then you're like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to go commit a few crimes. I'm going to see what it's like to do a bank robbery. Hopefully I don't die. Like, what happens if you die? Well, you could always listen to the podcast that we've done previously. What would you do if you're in a bank robbery? We could help you out in that. Oh my God, yes. And I know exactly how to do that because you just slip a little piece of paper under the thing. You don't go in with like a weapon or something. But like, actually, what happens if you die when you're in the other person's body? Do you go back to your own body or does the person stay with you forever? Is it a bit like Inception where if you die in a dream, you die in real life? Maybe. So I would try and do things that wouldn't get me killed by police, but I would... Frowned upon. Yeah. So you wouldn't really do a murder. No, I don't think I'd like to do a murder anyway. Yeah. But maybe, like, I'd become a bit of a drug dealer. Just for 24 hours? Yeah, just to see, like, what that world's like, you know? Okay. Because I'm never going to deal drugs. So a, a couple of robberies, a couple of, like, dealings and things like that. Yeah, just kind of live a bit, you know? And see what it's like for the other side unless I went into some really wealthy person's body in which case I would just donate a lot of money to my actual body (laughs) (laughs) and then the other person that was in the body that you take but now is in your body would be receiving all that money and thinking hold on she's getting rid of all of my money so I don't want to change that because now I've got the money yeah but after being in my body for 24 hours they realize how sad my existence is and they'd be like okay she could do with this. I can understand where she's coming from. And then just be chill, you know? That's very sad. Why? Your existence isn't sad. <laughs> what do you mean? You said they'd know how sad my existence is. Yeah, because I'm always looking at these nice shoes. I'm like, no, I can't get them this month. So we definitely live two very different lives. I would just go into toilets and you would <laughs> steal a lot of things. Yeah. That really shows how imaginative our characters are at the minute as either as well, isn't it? Like, yeah, I'm just going to go and creep around in some toilets. That that was an actual real thought in my mind there. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I want to do the worst things possible. I want to ruin someone else's life. Okay, so Freaky Friday obviously is a story. Surely I'm going to ask this question and you're not going to have a definitive answer to. But what should you do if you're in a Freaky Friday situation? Realistically, there's no right or wrong answer unless you take morals into account. Like the whole don't mess up others' lives the way you'd like them to not mess up yours. So don't commit crimes as other people. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I would basically be wrong from a moral sense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So like there's no way that you can really answer what you should do. But they have been trying to do body swaps, so maybe in the future there will be an answer for this. Oh. So, like, in fiction, it would be that the mind and body are separate, right? Okay. So it's just the mind that swaps bodies and the brain stays inside you. Yeah. But this is called a dualistic psychology stance. Oh. Where it's saying that there's two different things involved. So most scientists believe that that's not the case. You couldn't swap minds, but you'd have to take your brain with you because the mind and the brain are both intertwined. Yeah. And you can't just swap your mind with someone else. (laughs) And that is called the monistic stance. Oh, God, we're learning. Mm. No one said they'd be learning. What? That's the whole point of the podcast. (laughs) But there's big words, big learning words. Monistic. Big. Yeah. 
<laughs> so that's basically what scientists believe. So you couldn't really do the whole mind and brain swapping thing. Yeah. But back in the 70s, some crazy scientist guy, he started swapping monkey heads. Monkey heads? Yeah, so there was this scientist who did a monkey head transplant in the 70s and there's quite conflicting reports about what actually happened. Some of them say that the monkey survived for nine days afterwards and it was only because his body rejected the head that he died. Yeah. Whereas other people say that they were there, they saw the monkey, he only lived for a few minutes and during that time he looked like he was really confused and in terrifyingly excruciating pain. So this was one head of a monkey taken off a monkey and put onto another monkey? I think so. I didn't really go much into it because yeah. everything had warning graphic photos yeah, to follow and I was like, yeah, I'm no, not, I'm not dealing looking with that. at this. So I didn't go too far into it, but it did seem like it could have just been his own head taken off his body and then put back on. I'm not really sure, but it all sounds disgusting. Then there was another monkey head transplant done in 2016. That's only three years ago. I know. And apparently the monkey was completely fine neurologically afterwards. So there was no brain problems whatsoever. But because of ethics, they killed it after 20 hours. Oh, so they were like, yeah, it's ethically fine to take off his head and yeah. then put onto another body, but we have to we kill him afterwards. I suppose from your first study was like in the 70s, wasn't it? Technology's advanced a lot since then. And obviously what you can do in hospitals is so much better than what you could do 40 years ago. It's so barbaric, though. It is, yeah. Like it, this is, a lot of this happening in like China, Russia, kind of places where they probably wouldn't have laws against this yeah, sort of the, thing. Yeah, the animal testing stuff. I read that there was one scientist in China and he has done head transplants on thousands of mice. Which is really sad to think about, isn't it? So, like, there is that kind of possibility of doing a body swap in terms of the head transplant. Then there's also putting your mind into a computer... Do you think that could happen? You see the sort of, I'm going back to like cartoons where you sit in the thing and you see the things go up from one tube into another one. Do you know what it is? It's like Wallace and Gromit. Did you ever see Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit? Maybe. So it was the feature-length film of Wallace and Gromit where Wallace the guy had swapped minds with a rabbit and he turned into a rabbit and it was all done like brain suction with zoom, zoom, zoom. And the rabbit was Wallace and Wallace was... The, it was basically Freaky Friday as you put it to it, but instead of humans, a human was a rabbit and a rabbit was a human. Do you think that you would like to have your mind in a computer? No, because computers can go wrong. Mm. And I've said this to people before, in, I would say, in our lifetimes, we will have chips in our brains where we can hook up to the internet and things will be delivered straight to us. That'd be really weird. I wouldn't like that. I I don't think it'll be compulsory, but I feel like that's the way that technology is going. Yeah, but would you actually want that? There'd be some people that would. If Apple put their name to it, there'd be people queuing out the Apple Store tomorrow to do it. Yeah, realistically, you're probably right. And by doing that, I think then that will allow a lot more freedom in terms of brain information and things like that where it could even just be like a usb stick where you can download yourself onto a stick plug it into the computer and all your memories are there i'd hate to think what's on mine what do you mean i just can't remember anything yeah your memory isn't exactly great so no it's probably you click back through the folders and you go into last week and there's Empty. You go into the week before, empty. You go into the week before, empty. But then somehow I can tell you what colour bus that I saw three years ago in London. 
Yeah, it was rad. They're all rad. <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of you can't remember the things yourself, but then when you get them onto the USB, it's like, oh, I forgot I murdered those three people in 2009. I hope there's no murders in my brain. <laughs> Imagine, you just completely forgot. Sleep murdering. So there's uploading your mind to a computer yeah. as a possibility, um, head transplants as a possibility for body swapping, and then reincarnation. Okay. What do you think? Just reincarnation in general. Yeah, do you think that's possible? Do you think it can it really be counted as a body swap? I don't think you can. It's you, you, I, I've words, never, Caleb, words. I've, I've never met anyone who's believed in reincarnation. I'd like to think that I'd come back as like a cat or something mm. because they can't communicate in terms of humans. So you could have a cat and the cat could know all about you but can't portray that emotion apart from being sick on you every now and again. See, what I love is stories about children who are like, oh, in my past lives, I was in the war or something like that. Or Oh, when they just say weird stuff. Yeah, or when they know things that there's no possible way yeah. that they should know. And it turns out, like, they've been speaking to their grandmother, who's a ghost, every night. And then they point at the photo and they're like, oh, that's the person I speak to every night. And everyone's like, what? I never want a kid in case it does that. Oh. <laughs> My mother listening to that is just like, oh, right, Jessica, dump him. <laughs> this is the last episode, according to my mother. What do you do if your boyfriend didn't want kids? I do want kids. I just don't want creepy kids. <laughs> you don't get a choice. Oh. <laughs> Can you not say to the doctors in the hospital, can you just make sure the kid's not creepy, please? Yeah, well, you just run them through the tests there to check the creepiness. Scale. You never know by the time, if we do have kids, that they could be implants to make them not creepy. Would you like to put an implant into a child's brain? Maybe if we know that it's not going to damage the baby. Mm-hmm. And how do we know that? Moving on. So I think you're going to like this. There are some people who kind of actually body swapped. What? So there was this interactive performance installation thing that they did in like Barcelona. And it was crazy. And it meant that people basically experienced what it's like to body swap. Okay. So the idea was they were trying to investigate, if I were you, would I better understand myself? Oh. Okay, so they had two people and they were put into exactly identical rooms, right? Yeah. And one person was the user of the experiment and then the other person was the performer. So both people were in identical rooms. They had one of those VR headsets. It was the Oculus Rift on their heads. And then there was a camera attached to the VR headset. And what went through the camera was portrayed to the other person. So then the user had to control like the performer, basically. Yeah. So they saw what was happening through the other person's eyes. Yeah, yeah. So if the user raised their arm, then the performer would also have to raise their arm in the same way. (laughs) Okay. And then the user would see it. And it was basically like they were in someone else's body. So they did a bunch of experiments with and stuff. And they found that by putting, say, a white person together with a black performer. Yeah. Then the person who was white actually was less racist after it. Oh, very good. Because they experienced what it was like to be in a black person's body. And they basically saw that they were the same kind of people. So it's basically the idea that they were literally putting someone in someone else's shoes. Yeah. And then that way their brain was like, okay, cool. This is what it's like to be this person. And it internalized that feeling. And then they ended up being really chill with one another. Oh, that's right. Now it brings the, the human race together. 
Yeah, they were looking to try and introduce this into like hospitals and stuff. Yeah. So say for therapists to understand their patients, especially if they were disabled. Oh, that's very good. Yeah, or like to help doctors treating those with eating disorders who might have like distorted ideas of their own bodies. Or put like wheelchair users together with dancers to try and get them to see what it was like to dance. Uh, yeah. So this is using technology for good. Yeah, basically showing people what it's like to live in another life. And do you think eventually this will come in as well? I, I suppose if I'm saying chips in the brain will be a thing, this technology is available now. It's all ready to go. Yeah, I was looking at the website and they don't seem to have updated this since 2016. Uh, so I'm not sure if they've ended the experiment or if it's just moved on to another website and they forgot to <laughs> let everyone know. Maybe you should claim this experiment as your own and become super rich off it. They actually have the list of information on how you can do it yourself. Oh my God. And all of like the instructions on what technology is needed. Yeah. So we could set it up if we got a couple of Oculus Rifts okay. and stuff and computers and all these special cameras and if you had a few extra grand lying around. Well, in a few weeks time, we're taking a little break from the podcast. So our post-podcast study could be making that. Maybe. And then episode one of season two would be... What would you do if we're now millionaires? Yes. Where are you getting all the money for this Fior headset stuff? Uh, I've not bought any scratch cards in a while. I'm going to pop to the shop now and buy a load. Yeah, because you're guaranteed to win money on them. Me, I am. Don't be getting so sure of yourself. So it's now time for Would You Rather, but we're doing it a little bit differently this week because you're going to do the question. But I'm going to go back to the results of last week's podcast. What? When we recorded it in that they're London. We always say we'll go back to the results and then it's always, oh yeah, I forgot. Well, I've got an interesting result. So last week it was, what would you do if you were in London? And the Would You Rather question was, where would you rather live, London or Dublin? We got more than three votes. <gasps> And it was 50-50. Oh, my God. So there we go. Our listeners are split between London and Dublin. Okay, what's your question this week? Okay, so it's what would you do if you were in Freaky Friday? All right. There's four options for the poll. Oh, we're not going for two. So would you accept it? Yeah. Would you visit toilets? Yeah, that's me. Would you try to switch back? Or would you commit crimes? Now you've mentioned the crimes, I am slightly jealous of you coming up with idea and I would want to commit some low-level crimes. <laughs> low-level? Just... Like just a bit of shoplifting or a bit of pickpocketry. Yeah, because you know you're not going to get in trouble for it. It's basically, why wouldn't you? Yeah, just try something that you're not going to try every day. And that's why I mentioned the toilets. Yeah, see, I feel like that's really weird. And I feel like someone's going to be offended by that somehow. And I just need to think about it a bit more so that I can get offended by it. <laughs> okay. And um, what would you rather do? Would you st- Are you still going to commit to your life of crime? You know what? I think I would try to switch back, depending on who the person was. Um... I would want to go up to myself, like my own body, and try and connect with that person. Like, I know my own phone number. So if I just ring my phone number from that person's phone, yeah, then we can just meet up and be like, yo, what are we going to do? What would you do? I, I'm, I'm still going for commit crime. I try switch back. So we're both just completely not going with what we said at the start. <laughs> Absolutely so. not. But if someone does vote for the toilets, I will personally come around to your house and use your toilet. Our Twitter is at whatwouldyoupod. And you can go and vote up there. I am now off to stand outside a load of women's bathrooms until they let me in. I can just let you in, Callum. You can walk in with me. 
Ah, where's the fun in that, though? Why? Do you want to be a sneaky, creepy Callum? Yes. Ew. Bye. Bye. If you like this episode of What Would You Do If, you can subscribe on your favourite podcasting app with new episodes every Monday. Thanks for listening to What Would You Do If?